Hello and welcome to Weary Dads. I'm your host, PJ Weary, with my co-host. I am the co-host, Dad. (laughs) I just want to do something different. You accomplished that. Well done. Thank you. Thank you. Today's episode is brought to you by Walgreens Emails, which I'm so thankful for because I wouldn't know that I need a flu shot. I just got a Walgreens email saying, hey, don't forget to get a flu shot, which I'm not here to say you shouldn't or you should. Okay, it's not any different than other areas we've discussed in this world today. But Walgreens I, email sponsoring today's introduction, Shatner the musical. Um, I, I just never <laughs> got a flu shot. I just got the flu. Or I didn't oh, get the flu. That's fair. That, you've never gotten a flu shot? I don't think I have. Huh? I never want, maybe, maybe I did when I was younger. My parents made me get one, but I don't know. But if, I wouldn't know to get one if it wasn't for Walgreens. As we mentioned last week, yeah, change? we're talking about change in parenting. <laughs> like, oh, because I don't. Did, I, did you ever get a flu shot? Yeah, I have. Did Was it when you were in our home? No. Things change <laughs> when you become a parent. Hey, we're talking about change because of parenting, a.k.a. having papooses, children. And I think this is... Little Sasquatches. Yeah, I'm going to say this. I think marriage was the biggest change for me, and the second one was having kids. I actually think it would switch for me. I think having kids was... Number one. Bigger, yeah, it's a bigger, bigger change, change for me. I could see that. I could I, see that. At the end of the day, and I think some of this is personality, too. At the end of the day, like if I needed alone time, I could tell Becky Sue I needed alone time and I, I could create that space and she would survive for a couple hours. But once you have a kid, if you are in charge of that kid, you have, <laughs> you can't just tell the kid, hey, I know you're hungry, but just like go make a sandwich. So it's so funny you say that because um, I, I think, again, everybody out there, you, you all understand this. Everybody's journey is different. Yeah. I was, mom was home and I was working. So, right. uh, man, I, I don't know if I got alone time then. Okay. But I was yeah, just yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like, we were so glad to come back together. And then when we had kids, you know, um, mom was home until each one of you, uh, I think you had just turned eight she would have gone back to work i think uh but that's when she was um blessed to have uh, the opportunity to have drew and then when drew got to be six or seven and there's a whole long story there but but that's when she went back to work so there was this i didn't feel the weight i think you're you feel much more weight with the kids because of the way you're uh, we, we family operates the, yeah, 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 yeah because you both work and you work from home so that so, folks, we're well aware, first of all, that that we will see things from a different paradigm here, not because one's right or wrong. It's just different. And I think there's value in that. Yeah, yeah. really big-time value. In fact, that's why you should listen. Like, you're getting a full gamut here. Uh, but the, sec- the, the second thing I want to say is that the number one thing I think that I forgot, and you got to remember, folks, there's eight years between PJ and Drew, and when... Lisa, eight and three quarters, eight and three quarters. When Drew came into the world, I remember laying in bed and all of a sudden around two in the morning, hearing this crying and going, 
oh, I forgot about this. And then I did what every good husband does. I rolled over in the bed and pulled the blankets up because I couldn't <laughs> do anything about it. Now, that is poor parenting. Do not do that. Be well, empathetic. To, again, this is, a, this is one of those things where like my wife and I talked about it and uh, she didn't want to worry about pumping. So she would just rather feed the baby in the middle of the night. I know some people are like, oh, yeah, the yeah. husband gets up and he get, warms a bottle of like, you know, whatever. Icky. Well, if that works for you, that's fine. I think it's fair. That's something that you should negotiate with your wife what works for you guys. Like for us, we were both of the mind that it would be better if she just stayed up. And then I handle more of the boys. Uh, So I wake up in the morning with the boys. I put them when they go to bed. This is the first change I saw. And I had some S's. Sleep. Yeah. (laughs) Having children will change your sleep. We are in a totally different ballgame. Like I... Right now, folks, you know, we live in this house in our own little in-law suite. If I want to sleep a little later, guess what? I can. Yeah. Now, I don't do it very often. It's usually Saturdays. And for us to sleep in, Lisa and I now, because we are older, we're both 60, uh, we'll sleep into 7. <laughs> I can't believe I just said that. Well, a couple times, 7.30, pushing the, pushing the envelope. But there are going to be – and you, it's almost – crazy to watch young adults who become parents life changes drastically and when it comes to rest sleep yeah um schedule your schedule i don't even have that as an s oh, you that should. should be number two how how do you feel uh, like your schedule has changed because of the great I, privilege I, I don't want to throw anyone under the bus um i, I kind of do a little bit yeah so let's let's throw good. the bus i um so I literally, we were, we were struggling for me to get uh, out and not either watching the kids or working for uh, two to three hours a week. Like I was like fighting for that. It didn't even happen some weeks. And then I was talking to a person who will remain unnamed. And uh, they were a dungeon master and they were complaining to me how busy their life was. True. And then... <laughs> True. And uh, I was like, oh, yeah, you know, you're in college and you're really busy. And he's like, yeah, I, I, uh, was a, I ran a session for, uh, I prepared for eight hours this week for a session. And then um, we went for four hours and then we looked at each other like, we should do this again tomorrow. And so then I took another eight hours prepared for the session the next day and I did another four don't, hours. Don't tell me this. And I was I'm like, not... I was like, you're, you're very, oh, I, you're very I, busy, obviously. Oh, the <laughs> stress you're feeling there. <laughs> I, I, but that's just i mean i understand and for him that is busy but that yep. is like that's an enormous amount of freedom just be like i'm gonna take the next 12 hours and do an game. extra D session <laughs> so. but i remember i did that and you know i i thought i was so busy i did that in college no, i would be like oh i'm so stressed and busy and then i would play a video game for six hours and then at the end i'd be like oh my gosh i don't have any time to do anything you know and i'm like you know, when they say youth is you got real on quiet. the young. You yes. got, really got real quiet here. Because I, I just... But I I uh, was talking to some young men today um, that I'm doing some studying with. And as I was talking to them, I realized, man, how much I had changed and grown. And for those of you who've ever listened to the uh, podcast before, the, I tell the story all the time where I was just really bad organizationally. Um I loved young people. They knew I loved them. I could connect right away. But, you know, I struggled in that area. 
And now I've become such a time management, I don't know, I think the word guru is a really poor word, probably more um, control freak. Um, but yeah, you look back and when you have kids, sleep and schedule. And folks, don't be afraid of that. And don't say, I don't want to have kids because I want to sleep and I want to schedule because there's a sweetness in having kids. I love, I just want to go back real quick before you talk about the sweetness because I think that one, you don't think that's important, I, the sweetness? I, no, I was going to say that's make super sure. important. But the, the scheduling thing, and I have felt this, and I've talked to other parents who uh, have, have felt this and who have conquered it and fallen back. And, you know, you, you go back and forth. I think a lot of people live their lives because they never learn to schedule and to actually, like, just look at their blocks of time, figure out what is most needful, and then drop the rest. Uh, so they're, what they have is they have this cloud of things they need to do, and they don't know what's important, what's not. And they don't get any of it done almost, because they're, yep, it, go ahead. And so, but what I see a lot, and I, and I, whenever I see people really stressed when they're parenting, and when I'm really stressed, the difference is that, uh, and you're going to have to do a little bit of this as a parent, but the difference between being stressed and not stressed as a parent is if you spend the whole day reacting. Parts of the day, you're going to have to react, things are going to come up, but if you can anticipate those, just be like, hey, things are going to happen today and you're going to have to deal with that. That's fine. But if you like wake up in the morning and you wake up after the kids, you know, they come in, they wake you up and then you have to get breakfast for them. And then you have to get them ready for the next thing. And you have to get that. And like literally like this morning, um, just with the baby and everything, I've been sleeping extra. So the kids woke up and then I woke up after them. And for the first four and a half hours, uh, I was literally, I bounced from one thing to the next and just had to put out fires. Right. So you and can't be reacting. proactive. You're reactive. And, and it's it, so much more important to be proactive. And it's so interruptive to your mental train because you're just, everything's an emergency and everything's urgent. And it's like being surrounded by neon lights of just like mental pain. And if instead you're like, uh, tomorrow, um, this is what I'm going to have the kids do. And I know they're going to make messes and stuff, and I'll react to those when it comes, but I'm going to ha get these things done, and that's what's most important. And then you wake up before them, you have some quiet time, and you're able to plan your day. You're able to have some time to yourself, enjoy your first cup of coffee or hot tea or whatever you do. It's a game changer. And that half hour will save you hours of pain. Yeah, so for those of you, and this is probably a whole other session. I don't know if we've even done this before. I'd love to is I have taken Michael Hyatt's The Big Three. We I did schedule it. three. Right. So for those of you that listen to that, I think that's very, very important as you try to um, make sure you are impacting your kids, you need to make sure you can't impact your kids with an empty cup. Mm. So you got to fill your own cup and you have to take that the time to do that. Um, so, but that's where we talk about the sweetness and that's where, when you do get to impact your kids and you do have those moments, I do hear people like, why would I want to parent? All parents do is complain. And that's because that's people's natural kind of default mode. But the truth is it's kind of like starting your own business, which isn't for everyone. And parenting isn't for everyone. I understand that. But parenting is one of the hardest things that you'll ever do. And it's also one of the most rewarding things you'll ever do. Most fulfilling. Very similar, I think, to like when you think about your career, if you find something you love, it's normally a lot of hard work, 
right? If you're doing what you love, it's a lot of hard work, but there's a ton of just like reward. And you, you, there is no replacement. And you don't, that doesn't mean everyone has to have it, but there's no replacement for my, Finn had just learned to walk. We were at an apartment and uh, he had never walked outside before. He'd been out on his hands and knees, but he had just learned to walk. And I held his hand because he still needed it to really walk well. And we walked outside together for the first time. And his eyes just got really big and he was able to really explore with me. We walked and walked and that moment is magical. There's no replacement for that moment. That's really good. There's no replacement for uh, the sleep that you'll miss. Um, <laughs> so a good example of this. It's gone. Is your kids wake up at two in the morning and at first you're annoyed, at first you're really tired and then they settle and uh, you know we're trying to teach them not to sleep in our bed. Um, but then at two in the morning when the kid who's been having a tough time or he's just been fussing or like things have been really hard with him and then he just cuddles up next to you and he just puts his head in your shoulder and he just solely rests in your protection and it's clear that he loves you and wants to be loved. That's... Yeah, there's, I don't even know if, as we're talking, if people out there are sensing that statement, but there's such a power in that bond of, it's a strong bond and it pro- provides solidity to that young person and security. That's, man. And it's the work of uh, many small moments over many years and having a long game picture because the end result is the kind of beautiful friendship that like even you and I have. That's it's something beautiful. I look forward to. Yeah. I mean, this is the reason we're doing the podcast is, you know, uh, folks, I'm just going to throw this out. So, well, the reason we're doing the podcast is because we want to impact others for the kingdom, but we want to continue to grow together as a father and son. There is a picture of PJ in the Hartford current that I will <laughs> never forget. Yeah. So for those of you who don't know, the Hartford uh, the Hartford Current is the biggest newspaper in um, Connecticut. It is the big bad boy. And PJ went to the library with his mom, and it's a West Hartford library, which is a really neat library. It was really good. And there's a picture of him sitting on his mom's lap reading. And there was this illumination, and he had a big smile, and it's who he's become. For those of you who don't know, this is yeah, actually if you if you don't know, please stop. I don't know. Should we ever give our address? Uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't just just spew that. It. Yeah. But yeah. if you came here, there are landmines of books hither and thither <laughs> throughout our whole house. Uh, <laughs> Trip and, wires. <laughs> and the truth is, folks, it's my fault because I'm a reader too. Um, and so it's so strong. And to see his face, just as he said about Finn, to see his face in that picture of. I'm learning. And so, yes, you'll lose sleep. And yes, your schedule will sometimes go awry. Um, And there'll be more recognition of selfishness. But the sweet moments are take it and blow those right out of the water. Um, PJ, you've just had another change, though. Okay? You've got two boys, Finn, seven years old, Soren's turning five, 
big day this week because we're going to celebrate what uh, he's going to become a little man. man. We, that's, yep. And then, but tell us even the emotions of of having Frankie in the last week. Um. Man, I'm still processing that. Yeah, I think you. And that's, that's fair. you know, I, I there's uh, it's a different relationship between you and your boys, and uh, you and and your girl. Um, there's a, an extra element of protectiveness, um, and uh, there's an extra element of uh sweetness and maybe she will grow up and she will punch me in the gut no and never other places this this is you see this little girl it's impossible not, to fathom unlikely. that soren wants to wrestle soren wants to punch me finn likes to snuggle but he's still like sometimes he wants to do karate yeah. and all those things and, then and he'll i go, know uh, no, frankie I will want to do finn give me a hug things. no i don't want to he'll say that yeah yeah and it's just uh, I just, I, I, I'll be honest. I don't have all the answers on that, and I don't. I, I then have, how can we even do a podcast if we don't have the answers? I have, I have cheap answers I've heard from other people, but yeah. I haven't felt those, and I don't know if they're true. And so, you, you could go find those answers elsewhere. I know other people are probably thinking of those answers right now, and I'm willing to see if they pan out. But at, at this point, it's what I talked about. Like I'm, I'm just passing through this giant wall of fog into clarity on the other side of like, what does it mean to be a girl dad? And, and there's a difference. And um, you know what? Well, about six months from now, maybe we can give a whole nother podcast on raising different ch- type of uh, children, um, boys, girls, as well as age differences and stuff. Cause here's well, the truth. But yeah, and definitely in six months, I'll, I'll know everything there is to know about parenting girls. Well, and grandparenting, because so, I'm, yes. I'm, I'm getting a full focus view there, every day. Exactly. All right. I hope that people have seen that we care about you. We want to help you as you navigate different changes. And as you are out there, if you're married and you have children, you know that this is going to be something you're going to have to walk through. And yes, as we said, there's going to be changes. There won't be as much silence in the house. You're definitely you're, you're definitely going to have some schedule issues, and you're going to be sleep deprived. But there is a sweetness and a gift in having children. Navigate it well, folks. Grateful for you. Thanks, Dad. Love you. Love you too.